right, everybody. Welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul Christian. And I'm Eric Jackson. And it's just the two of us this week. We were joined last week by uh, by our special guest, Cloudy, but he, he only wants to do the Joker episodes. He's not he's not down <laughs> for the CW stuff. He's only good enough for the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice uh, rainy day out as we're recording this. We're, we're doing a late uh, episode here. Yeah, right. Uh, I guess it won't matter for you guys listening. You guys could be listening to this at any time of day. Yeah, but it's going to matter for anyone. It's going to be who's ever right above us. Yeah. yeah, we do record this in an apartment building, so these... I mean, it's a Saturday night. I mean, if they want to hear us shout loudly about Batwoman, they can learn a, few, a thing or two. You know what? That's what I think. Yeah, this place is decent, like, soundproofing. I mean, really, the only thing I ever hear from them is just their loud elephant feet. Yeah, if anything, we should be the ones complaining. Cause exactly. the two elephants who live upstairs. Yeah, so this is our little chance to strike back. Right. At least we're doing it with a podcast. Yeah, at least we're getting something Yeah, done, people listen least. to this by choice, so they're getting the freebie. <laughs> yeah, no one listens to the sounds of their, like, fucking pounding of feet. No, that's the podcast I want to hear. Oh, that, stomping. Those are very popular. <laughs> stomp, now. stomp, stomp. Join us next isn't week. That like a, isn't that a fetish or something? It could be. Well, it's like, listening to people stomp on store on floors. No, what's like the uh, ASMR or whatever? Oh, okay. So it's I like opposite dream. of I ASMR. I don't think floor stomping is one of those sounds. <laughs> hey, th- I've seen worse. I don't think anyone finds that erotic. I might. Um, but what we're going to be reading today is uh, just to bring us back home here <laughs> would be uh, we're going to be uh, re- continuing Batwoman we're picking that back up because uh, we weren't going to just read two volumes and then stop we're doing a deep dive here yeah because uh, we only we read the first volume of that new 52 book which we both liked mm-hmm. um, so we're both going to con- uh, continue reading that we're probably going to read this for probably another two or three ep- uh, episodes just because that'll finish out that new 52 run okay um at least as far as J.H. Williams was on it, and then that's when he left due to that Maggie Sawyer controversy that we talked about in the first episode. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to... I don't know how interested I'd be in anything without J.H. Williams. Yeah, no, I, we're going to stop reading after that and move on to something else, but I yeah. think that'll be a good breaking point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we're, if you're wondering what we're reading today, we're going to be reading Batwoman 6 through 11, uh, and then after that, we're going to be talking about the third episode of the CW show, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll be doing that next week. We'll be reading 12 through uh, whatever the hell that trade contains. You guys can figure it out. It's about six issues yeah i think it's 12 it's, it's either five or six you, 19. Can, you have to read the trade to find i think out, it's the same amount of well, it, actually no it, it don't quote is. me on that but just know. keep reading batwoman you can keep up with us keep up with the book club because that's what this podcast i mean it is really supposed to be it's just everyone can keep up with us with the books if they want to okay or you know if you if you don't want to listen to it you can listen to us we'll tell you about the books yeah that's good enough to save your time yeah you don't need to read these we'll read them for you <laughs> it, it's like those recordings you can get where samuel L. jackson will read you the bible well okay you've heard you've heard about the alexa thing right wait what's that i'm Either already it's out or pretty soon you can set your Alexa voice or your Google home voice as Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, motherfucker. <laughs> that would be great. Exactly. I don't know how extensive his vocabulary will be, but I'm hoping it at least has I want him to tell me, it. wake up, motherfucker. That's what I want. <laughs> That's the best way to wake up. And of course, if you do want to follow us, I just want to shout this out. You can always follow us at Agents of Podcast on Twitter. I actually use that very actively, so feel free to follow us if you want to see all my nonsense of the comic books I'm reading. 2 a.m. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I have a very late sleep schedule. So if you want, if you need someone to tweet at uh, between the hours of 2 to 5 a.m. Central Time, I'm your guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people. And also our website is agentsofcomicbook.com if you're just looking for a way to keep track of us. Or obviously we're on all your podcast apps. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> and uh, give us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh, good call out. Yeah, because yeah, that, 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 that actually does help with new podcasts a lot. So yeah. if you like this show, that would like... That's a really legit solid. I'll even say this. The first five people who leave uh, a five-star review, I'll let them uh, design one of those episodes of the podcast. It'll, it'll, we'll put it in queue. 
What do you mean? Like, like you they'll know, choose the topic? Yeah, like you guys can choose what book we'll read and the movie we'll read for that week. I'm, okay. I'm just throwing it out there. I, do, I wasn't even planning that, but I'm doing it now. now off the cuff, doing uh, it live. Off the cuff, that's what you got to do. That's how you know it's genuine. <laughs> right. So yeah, first five people who leave a five-star review, just uh, I guess send me an email well, or tweet me on Twitter. I was one of those five. Okay, you don't count. <laughs> <laughs> you get to design a lot of these episodes. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then to just tell us what book you want us to read and a movie based on that character. That's the only stipulation, and we'll do it. Yeah. You get you guys get a freebie for being one of the early listeners. So yeah, this arc, uh, if we're starting at issue six here, I mean, we can kind of really start at any issue because this whole arc kind of jumps around time-wise. Yeah. I lot. was going to say, the, like this issue and the next issue open up in like the same scene. Yeah, they do. And I, that's one thing that well, we can kind of talk about as this goes on, but I don't quite know how I feel about that choice. Not a fan. Because like, I don't mind it in some things. Like you can, like sometimes you can do it cleverly. Yeah, and what I think is the least clever thing about it is that whenever it breaks it's always a major break and it's like in it at the top left it says like whoever it's like batwoman's story or like jacob's story and it's like okay i don't need like a header yeah you're like Like, labeling it yeah well i mean that's just a yeah because that's probably just to try to make it less confusing because they don't really have like musical cues or anything they can do but yeah it is very ham-fisted it's like we're not stupid if we see who's like in the like the panels who's like the kind of the narrator like we don't need to see who like like the header but also i don't even know if this plot needed to be separated i mean again and that, that's what we'll find out. Because, I mean, there are some shows and movies where I'm like, okay, that added something. Because yeah. like, if you watch, like, Pulp Fiction, like, there's a clear point to why he splits up the different timelines yeah, yeah. so he can have the movie end on a happy note. For sure. But, like, this just kind of feels like they're doing it just to hide information from us. So I don't know if, if there, there maybe was a better way to do that. Yeah. Uh, but we open up with Kate uh, talking to, you don't really know how this happens. We'll get into it. But it's Batwoman, like, confronting that, like, Frankenstein man we talked about in mm-hmm. uh, Batwoman Part 2, uh, Hydrology. And uh, he, he's just like kind of like a fat guy with a plaid shirt and a hook hand. And apparently and, like a sexual predator. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll get to that. They kind of they do finally explain who he is. Yeah. We were very confused by this character. In well, the you, last you can kind of tell by his like hit the things he was saying. Just like his. Oh, yeah. Well, like, you, yeah, he was a creep. Yeah. We, that, that's the only that's thing we knew. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing we knew about him. And then she's fighting what looks like a Roman general, like un, in an underwater like Aquaman looking place. Yeah, it looks badass. Yeah, no, it looks sweet. But I mean, you have no idea what's happening. And then you you do get, and this is kind of, we only need to explain this once because the whole arc seems to take place in two settings. Yep. Um, because the second scene we get Jacob in the hospital room with Betty, uh, or Bet, whatever you want to say. I don't know how that's pronounced. I think it's Bet. We, we might have been saying it wrong the whole time and people are screaming at their podcast. I know. We, <laughs> like, podcast. I'm pretty sure it's Bet, but reading it in my head, Betty just sounds better. Betty does kind of sound like more of a comic book name. I don't it know. It does. But we get uh, Jacob watching uh, whatever you choose to call her uh, in the hospital bed. She's recovering from the the horrible, horrible injury that we saw her she take last time. She, oh, she was a dead person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's lucky to even be in the hospital room trying to recover. But she's doing okay, it seems like, but not waking up, not responsive. And so yeah, her doc- heart's beating. Yeah, the doctor tells her like, "Hey, if you want to like just sit here, like talk to her, like talking, it doesn't. It might not help, but it doesn't hurt. Yeah. And like it could help." So Jacob's like, grumble, grumble. And he's like, I'll try. <laughs> and so like his whole arc is going to be pretty much him That's sitting basically in that hospital it. room. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically um, it. It's some good scenes and it's kind of like it's good character development, but yeah. it's, just, it's done over and over and, and over. And the end of it is so bad. We'll <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it. But yeah, I mean, that's... We're not. We're probably going to skip most of those scenes when we describe it because that's pretty much it. It's just that scene over and over. Yep. It's like we'll be doing exciting Batwoman stuff, and it's like Jacob's like, "Oh no, she still hasn't woken up. I'm still sorry." Yeah. I mean, there's a couple like big things he says that we'll get when we come across and we'll get to. Yeah. But other than that, it's just him like just like 
going through memory lane and like telling her like how great she is and how she needs to wake up. And we do also get some recap here where uh, the because in the in the hydrology, all these kids were being kidnapped by mm-hmm. this ghost called the weeping woman. And they still haven't found the kids or like what's going on with them. So we have like this mom of the missing kids like talking to Maggie Sawyer. You know, saying, like, hey, I look for them every day. Like, you guys got to try harder. And she's yeah. like, we're doing our best. Like, listen, Gotham's a busy place. Yeah. Like, this we is got... not, not the only case. Yeah. We've got, like, 20 missing kids to find before even these ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then we do kind of get a shot of, like, a, a first hint of her backstory, which I'm not sure if this was in, uh, backstory invented for this book or if this was always Maggie Sawyer backstory. Because she is a longstanding character. But she kind of, like, takes a picture out of her file cabinet oh. and looks at it all sad. Yep. And you're like, ooh, who is that? Mm-hmm. Because the the way we ended that hydrology arc is that we were introduced because we de- spent the whole arc dealing with this weeping woman, this ghost, and we're like, who is this? Like, what is this for? And Where she did make- it come from? Yeah, and at the end, she's like, I've been working for Hydra. Or Medusa, what was it? Medusa? Medusa. Hydra. Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Crossover. <laughs> and then we're like, wait, you're working for somebody. Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> a ghost is on someone's payroll? Yep. So we finally like understand more about what's going on here. We meet this guy named Marrow, who's like kind of like washing his hands in that river that kind of that kind of looks like the weeping woman. Yep. And uh it turns out that this um I keep wanting to call it Hydra now. <laughs> uh Medusa is Well, this... it's like hydrology, Medusa. Right, I think like... that's where it's happening. Yeah, and they exactly. have all the tentacles, yeah. Yep. Um, but we get Mero, who's the leader of this uh, of this Hydra group, or at least he works right under the leader. We don't know if we See, I don't I know if saying, we meet the leader. I was saying Maro. Is it Maro? I feel like Maro sounds cooler. Maro sounds like a bone, so Maro does yeah. sound cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go with Maro. Um, but yeah, so Maro's sitting here, and I don't think he's the leader of this cult, but no. he works right under the person who is. Yeah. Um, I don't think we meet the person who's actually in charge. It's someone like, or maybe we do at the end. I'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you do. If you do, it's very like one page. It it's. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, but you, we kind of get introduced. It's kind of like a supernatural criminal gang. Like they are criminals. Mm-hmm. Like that's their goal is to be criminals. But they're using like supernatural means. Yeah, and they're like blackmailing ghosts, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> really interesting because we see the weeping woman and, and she's being forced to like kidnap kids on behalf of Marrow and uh, and Medusa. Yep. And so she's these he's literally blackmailing this ghost into helping him, which I think is kind of a cool concept. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how that works, but we'll go with it. Hey, is it, no one's ever tried. It, it's very easy. I mean, I guess if you have supernatural powers and you can prevent like a dead woman's spirit from like being at rest with her children's spirits, I guess right. that's some pretty heavy blackmail. Yeah, I guess you might as well make them do shit for you. Yeah, if it works. And would you also we get kind of our first action scene of Batwoman in this next scene where she's. Uh, She's doing like just fighting crime with the DEO, but we get kind of like our first idea of what she looks like while working for the DEO because yeah. the DEO is like funding her and making all of her shit better now, which is cool. Yeah. Because there's a part even where uh, the gangster like shoots, like his, empties his clip into her suit and she's just like, oh. Yeah, it doesn't even flinch. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and that that's one thing we'll kind of see as this goes on is uh, just more DEO gadgets, which is Equal parts cool, and it one part that I'm going to call out is very dumb, <laughs> but there's some pretty cool DEO uh, gadgets that we get out of this whole arc. Like a, a dumb gadget she gets? Oh, no, there's a really dumb gadget that she gets. We'll see. Is it the the guitar pick thing? Yeah, it's the, oh, yeah. you called it a guitar pick, too? I even yep. put that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're like, it's an arrowhead. I'm like, that's a guitar pick. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like a fancy guitar pick. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that part, though. It's, it's ridiculous and pointless and way overpowered for what it is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this this whole story is kind of told all out of order. I mean, the first issue ends with her ripping that claw off of the Frankenstein dude. Yep. And we do learn his name later, but I kind of like Frankenstein. Yeah. I mean, well, and it's <laughs> well, like, you know, there already is a Frankenstein in the DC universe. We can't do that. Well, and when he was first introduced back in the, I think the, yeah, the LG run, like, oh, was he an LG? 
I think, Are you thinking of hydrology? A hydrology, that was it. Yeah, okay. in, in the first few, like some when he was first introduced, someone called him like either Frankenstein or some some kind of weird. Oh, like, it's like a diss nickname type okay, deal. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I think it was Betty that called him something weird like that. We 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 do learn his name later though, because we actually do get his origin. I mean, this yeah. whole thing's kind of told out of order, so I really don't care how we tell this. I don't know <laughs> because yeah, because they, they kind of made the story and jumbled it all up. So we'll we'll unjumble it. Yeah, for we cannot jumble. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this guy who we learn is the Ashoth. We kind of get backstory on all of these members of uh, Hydra again, Hydra Medusa. <laughs> yep, and uh, his is like he was this like sex offender, I guess, who yeah, they picked a pedophile. up. Yeah, who they picked up off the street. And uh, there's uh, this. He, essentially, he's a sentient hook. Yeah, attached I, to a man. That part was very. Well, no is is the man the pedophile or is it the the consciousness? No, the man. The, hook? the man was a pedophile, but I don't think the man is in control anymore. I think the guy who's fighting her and like is the fighting, hook. It's the hook. Yeah, yeah, the hook is like taking over his body. But I think they needed like a real piece of shit. Yeah, to bond with the hook. That part is terrifying. Where like they're bringing in the hook and it's like, oh, like I can feel the connection. And he's like, oh God, what is that? Yeah, because they cut this dude's hand off just so they can put the hook on him. Yeah, it's actually really brutal. Like the it art, is. the art. I was like, oh my God, that's metal. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it looks really good. It actually looks like someone cut someone's hand off. Yep. Like, they put this in the in a DC book. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was pretty out there. So we do find out why uh, Kate is actually in that base. We at least get the the gist of it because we see uh, Agent Chase, uh, who is awesome. I'll just reiterate that for new listeners. She is great. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I mean, uh, she's kind of like insane and she'll get like anyone killed like if it helps her but yeah but i don't know that's kind of why I, she's, not, <laughs> I that's why she's cool like, she's i mean not, she's not a role model well no she's not someone you should aspire to be but no. it's fun to read about yeah it's interesting <laughs> the deo in general is just like my favorite They're, they just always have these like badass gadgets out of nowhere i know i, like, I really know. wish we could get more inspector bones but i think well, it's gonna be i mean a while. if you do want to read more of the deo another really good book for them is manhunter it's a, a book about a new character called kate spencer she's kind of like daredevil a little okay. bit, but it's worth reading. It <laughs> has nothing to do with any of this except for that Chase is in it and Bones is in it. Okay. In fact, Chase is in a lot, so that's a really good book I recommend for anyone who wants more of the DEO. Okay. Um, but yeah, we do get briefed. Like, she's going to send Batwoman into this place because they think that one of their members will defect. Because the DEO, I mean, just like they did with Batwoman, is trying to recruit all these, like, you know, super powered or like really skilled agents okay so they're like you know oh this this soon she's got a lot of skills we could use and we think she'll turn oh right right based yeah. on her backstory yep and so kate's like oh okay you know screw it i'll do my best yeah whatever and the, she uh agent chase gives her a bunch of gadgets to go in on this mission and it's it's always like that that cheesy scene you see in like james bond or like kingsman or whatever where they're yep. in the gadget room and they're like this gadget does this i'm <laughs> sure you won't need it though <laughs> i was like do i really need that yeah they even have that in the show it's like this is a double way grapple that we'll talk about <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah. just like the definition of chekhov's gun yep and the one that i really laughed at that she gives her is we talked about it earlier the guitar pick yep because like it has <laughs> it's like by the time she ends up using it, it literally destroys like every member of um, Medusa. I yeah. have to struggle to get that. All, name all every like time. The, all like the kind of the starter. Yeah, there, there's a part coming up in in this issue or the beginning of the next issue where she's like, "Oh, good thing I brought this gadget," and it's like acquiring target and yep. like destroys everyone. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like that thing just bodied everyone. Okay, so yeah, after taking a look, it takes out the two, um, like, because she had already taken out Ashoth by ripping yeah, off his claw. Ripped off the claw. But then it does take out those two ghosts, so I guess it was just like an anti-ghost guitar pick. <laughs> I'll go with it. Yeah, I mean, I would have been fine with it if it had been, like, a little more set up. Because, yeah. like, the, if it had been, like, tied into some, like, cool DC lore or something, mm-hmm. like, that would have been, like, that would have both explained it and been a cool, like, fist bump moment. Yeah, literally, they, like, there was two panels or two pages where it showed her, like, uh, giving 
Kate like the guitar pick and then later on it, like she pulls it out of her pocket and like smiles and then it's just like go time yeah and when they're explaining <laughs> what the gadget does like she's just like yeah it's a it's the most advanced tech on earth combined with alien like targeting sensors and yeah I'm like, okay or it's like most lethal a- weapon at least name like what the alien race is like exactly. give me something yeah to, like, give us a, be excited about yeah give us some kind of like easter egg yeah, or something now it's just being now it's just a lame nameless device that killed everyone yeah like, I, th- everyone needs these guitar picks <laughs> right <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we we do it take. I mentioned uh, it takes out two ghosts. I forgot to introduce the the second ghost who this uh, organization recovered, oh, yeah. which is I actually really liked Bloody Mary. Yeah, Bloody Mary was cooler than the Weeping Woman. I think. The oh we- yeah. Weeping Woman looks cooler, but I just like the idea of Bloody Mary. Bloody being Mary an actual was ghost. scary as shit. Yeah, no, it's cool because they're like, we need to summon our next member, and I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and, and he just stands in front of a mirror. He's like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, and she just slowly comes up in the back of the mirror. It's it's so cool. Yeah, like she's like, oh, you know my name. He's like, yeah, and like it's now it will bond you to me. And he's like, oh, well, like you have to give me a face. And like he brings in like three kids, like blindfolded oh, yeah, in front of her. Oh, she, my God. And she's just like, I'll take them all. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, kids. Yeah, it's like she looks terrifying. Well, yeah, because the Bloody Mary, that's like an actual thing, right? It's like, say oh, yeah. Bloody Mary into the mirror three times. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a Catholic thing that started because it was supposed to be like the Virgin Mary. And then it, but then it went on to a different lore where it was like some woman that like killed her kids or something. I don't know. Do they mention anything in the Catholic lore about her being weak to sentient guitar picks? Uh, I don't think that ever came up because <laughs> that's the that's the real part they left out. By um, the way, and if you do summon her, make sure you have a sentient alien guitar pick. Oh yeah, that's her one weakness. <laughs> if you have that, go nuts. <laughs> summon her as much as you like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and the final member of this crew is uh, someone we haven't even talked about yet. It's the actual uh, the only character who's actually established, which is Killer Croc. Oh yeah, yeah. Killer Croc has a really cool role in this arc, actually. Yeah, and his that was des- one of my favorite parts. His designs really cool too. Because they because they kind of go through each issue and each issue kind of explains how they recruited each member. So like we know how he recruited the Weeping Woman and we know how he recruited Bloody Mary. Yeah. But then and we know how he recruited uh, Ashoth, the mm-hmm. the hook hand guy Frankenstein. Yep. Um. But then we see how he recruited Killer Croc, which is pretty cool because he's like promising. And we don't know how much of this is truth. Probably none of it. Or maybe some, but that would be really cool. Yeah. Because he's kind of explaining to Killer Croc like, listen, like you come from an ancient line of like powerful beasts through history like you're not the first croc and like there were legions of them and yeah like like, yeah she was a guy in ancient egypt yeah yeah like they used to like march in armies yeah and he's like whoa bro (laughs) he's like you're tripping me out man (laughs) make me one of these cool gators right i want a fucking robe (laughs) and so like it's kind of cool he's like and like he's basically telling him like our power is based on the power of belief so mm-hmm. by if we keep spinning the story and telling everyone like you are one of these like uh, uh, crocodile men or whatever like yeah. you will become one which is cool because that's like it's just like how it was in doom patrol too right yeah that that's why i love D- that magic is my favorite realm of the dc universe because of how it works it's a lot of fun yeah like, i love it, it too it feels like like you know it's more based in like real not real world stuff but like re- at least real wor- world like written rules on magic that yeah. people have come up with exactly that's probably just because of like that whole British invasion of like Grant Morrison and Alan Moore and like oh, the 70s sure. and the 80s yeah anything that anything magic that Grant Morrison does is amazing oh and Neil Gaiman yeah all those British people yeah, yeah. who came over and started writing DC books oh true they kind of like established that whole universe but yeah, the, the way that uh, Agent Chase has for her to get onto this boat is kind of interesting because earlier in this arc, she kind of calls out Kate because th- they must have like really good surveillance on Kate because she's like, listen, you're fucking up your relationship with your girlfriend. And she's like, excuse me. Right. <laughs> like, is that part of the mission? She's like, yes. If you like, we can't have like you guys having a messy breakup in the middle of this. We might need her. And like that yep. will distract you and that will ruin the mission. And like that'll cause a bunch of like shit that we were not planning for. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
And so she's like, listen, you got to like be a better girlfriend, be a better person. <laughs> she's like, shit, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Jace is like, you, you better woman up. <laughs> yeah, get on him. <laughs> and so the, the plan is to have uh, Kate sneak on. Apparently his base, like this underwater like Aquaman base that we've heard of, mm-hmm. is like underwater connected by tunnel to a yacht. Which is interesting. It's badass. It's badass, and apparently, like, so do we know anything about his like human dude? Is he just some fancy rich dude? Who, uh, Morrow? Yeah, no, well, not Morrow. Uh, the dude Falchion. Oh, Falchion. Like, whoever he is, he they, is as a human. They, they didn't do a great job of introducing Falchion, except for his backstory. That because the person that they're going to get soon, the, th- yeah. the person they think might turn. Yeah, there's a bunch of backstory with like her and Falchion. But as we'll see by the end, we don't even know if that's true or not. Exactly. Because, I mean, I'll spoil it right now. This soon person is actually just Morrow in disguise. It's, yeah, it's a shapeshifter. Yeah, he's a shapeshifter. So we get this whole mission where, like, Kate is, like, on a mission with Soon. They, they've recruited her, and they want to, like, go in and, like, take out Morrow. Mm-hmm. And so Kate and Soon are able to, like, sneak into this tunnel and get into Morrow's base. And it, it's badass because there's a part that I got really excited about where Soon, like, takes out these, like, uh, smoke bombs. And she's like, these are smoke bombs from the Shadowlands. Oh, right. Like, I got these from the DEO. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yes. Because the Shadowlands is like Yeah, this... I saw some of you were talking about that on Twitter. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things from DC. It's, like, uh, tied into, like, Swamp Thing and The Shade and, like, a whole bunch oh, of cool okay. characters that I like. Gotcha. It's, like, this, like, just dark magical darkness force that kind of gets called back on a lot. Gotcha. Uh, invented by Alan Moore. But uh, so when they when they have little call outs like that, I really enjoy it. See, that's the difference between that gadget and the magic guitar pick. Exactly. Because the, the smoke bomb ones, it's like this is a smoke bomb that will envelop it in complete darkness. No one can see through this. Yeah. I'm like, OK, I buy it. Awesome. It's the Shadowlands. Like, He's, I buy yeah. it. It has like a callback to something and it's like something, something that's that you established. Yeah. yeah. So like when if you just use the word Shadowlands, I'm willing to like suspend my disbelief on anything that would have been ridiculous. Yep. Because like if you would have been like smoke bomb, you can't see anything. I'm like, okay, that's lame. Yeah, exactly. If you do Shadowlands bomb. I'm like, I'm <laughs> Shadow- excited. That's a whole new league. <laughs> um, yeah, it's much better than a sentient guitar pick. Yeah. So we do kind of cut back to our confrontation that we actually opened up the whole arc on, which is that confrontation in like the Aquaman like underwater lab. Yeah. <laughs> so I apologize that we're cutting like to, to different scenes so often. It's not our fault. This is how this story is written. Yeah, it's a jumbled so if, mess. If you're confused, that's that's just what it is. Yeah, that's how reading it is. <laughs> that's part of the review. Yep. Is that this is a little bit jumbled and needlessly uh, confusing sometimes. Yeah. Because you're like, oh wait, what part in the story I'm at? Oh god. <laughs> like, didn't I read this last issue? Yeah, oh it, no, they cut it off just before this. Yeah, and it's like dealing with all the same characters too, and they look the same from scene to scene. Yep. Like, and usually, like, if you have a part like this, it'll be like they get their shirt ripped or something, and then anytime they have their shirt ripped, you're like, oh, I know what timeline I'm in. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's all it's needlessly jumbled up. Just be, and really, the only reason they jumble it up is probably because of that twist at the end where you find out that because they they go through they fight. Um, Falchion is like the one that soon wants to kill yeah. from this backstory that she told Kate. Yep. But it's all bullshit. And <laughs> there's a part where Kate attacks Falchion herself with this weapon that the DEO gave her. Uh, and it's like this eye like pick or like uh, eye yeah, bomb yeah. or something. She literally stabs Falchion in the eye with this thing, and I'm like, holy crap. It's brutal. Yeah. And then like he's like screaming and then like his head explodes. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, Kate just <laughs> killed that man. Yeah. And then he gets up and he's like, nice try. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, he's like a is so is he like a terminator? Well, I think he's like using magic to protect himself a little bit. Because okay. it does kind of look like there's like wavy things on well, his head. He had like blue blood. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. I think so. There's something magical going on there. Oh, actually, oh, the, I think the blue might have been part of the weapon. Oh, it very well could have been. Yeah, it looks like the, it. Yeah, because this is another weapon that is not established at all. I don't even think we get introduced to this. Yeah, one. like you can literally see parts of his skull. Oh yeah, like he's fucked. like Kate is very lucky he didn't die from that. Yeah, <laughs> well, for now. Yeah, for now. At least he's not dead yet, not from Cade. <laughs> no, because right after this issue, uh, Soon stabs him. So then, and so that's part of the part I was worried about because it did kind of seem like Kate per- killed him on purpose. Yeah. But then the next issue opens up with, oh, he's not dead, he's alive, and I'm like, oh, okay, well that worked. And then it turns and then out he's dead. Well, yeah, and then she kills him, but then Kate's like, wait, don't do it. And I'm like, okay, good. She, like, she didn't intend to kill him. Yeah. Like, she, she knew he'd live. Exactly. Yeah, so Mauro reveals himself that he's just been kind of trying to eliminate the competition here. Um, he floods the whole base, which kind of makes water start pouring in. And uh, he's like, Croc, weeping woman, take care of her. And Croc's probably like, take care of her. Like, I can't go with you. Right, yeah, screw right. it, man. And Croc <laughs> at this point looks awesome because he's kind of been like twisted by magic a little bit. Yep. And he's got like eight eyes and like a double jaw and he looks awesome. We keep cutting back to these Jacob scenes and we talked about it before. It's kind of the same scene over and over. And there's this weird story about how like their cat died when they were like when the girls were kids. Yeah. Like Jacob's telling the story about Kate and Alice or not Alice. Uh, Beth, Beth. Yeah. And um, he's like, one time this cat died. And, and, and Well, no, it was it was Beth and Kate's cat and yeah. it was super sick. So he took it out to put it down and Beth and Kate you saw him You can't just take it to the vet. It. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it euthanized. No, I got to shoot it myself. Yeah. I'm going to put it out with a fucking gun and the weirdest part is he's like and then kate was the only one who didn't cry and that's how i knew i loved her more no it was <laughs> no it was that kate he knew that kate like was like him and that Beth right. was nothing like him but then at the end he somehow is like and then i realized that for some reason he always loved beth more oh yeah he oh because she's not like him yeah that's it, right yeah yep. and then the, the whole but my whole time reading that i'm just sitting there wondering like if betty can hear you she's probably like what are you talking about right what does this have to do with me <laughs> yeah are you here for me or you Exactly. This isn't a confession booth. Yeah, like I'm not the silence like psychologist. I'm not your priest. I need help here. I need serious help. I almost died. Yeah, Can we talk I'm about me? I'm literally dying. Can we make this about me for a minute? <laughs> and Jacob's like, wait, sorry, Kate. I mean, Betty. Yeah, go back to sleep. It's like, I, re- I realized I love Kate more. It's like, you don't even think about me. Right. <laughs> what are you even doing here? We haven't even had development this whole story. I barely even know you. Yeah, that, that's kind of what makes this not land for me is this whole arc. It's been Kate and Betty hanging out. Yeah. And like, it sh- if this was Kate at her bedside, I think it would mean a little bit more. Exactly. But Jacob and her have had like no development together yet. I've, I don't think th- I ever the saw them talk. And yeah. they don't even talk about each other here. He just talks about Kate. Yep. <laughs> like this whole part of it, like this whole arc was just a vehicle to get some development for Jacob, even though Kate's yeah. not talking to him. So there's not an easy way to do that. Yeah. But still, though, I feel like he should be doing one thing the entire time. Yeah, some something of action. Yeah, do the, something. The only thing dude. of action he does is while Betty's about like trying to wake up, and like he like puts a mask on her face, and that makes her wake up. Yeah, like, L- yeah, literally, like he puts what is is it like a Zorro mask? It's, yeah, it's a Zorro mask yeah. of some kind. And as he's like, open your eyes, Betty, and then she opens her eyes. It's like really, <laughs> <laughs> like it was the Zorro mask that did it. That's all it took. God no, damn. All he had to do was say her name, and she woke up. Up. Yeah, it's like true. you haven't said my name once. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Technically, you never told me to open my eyes. I mean, I can do that. This is the first time you've even mentioned me, so I figured <laughs> I'd wake up this time. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I finally had my in. And it's, yeah, we, we get finally the confrontation of like in the final issue, we see it opens with this explosion underwater. Another needlessly 
uh, out of order sequence right yeah because you could have showed us this explosion at the end it would have been just as cool exactly but they open up the issue with this explosion and, and maggie or uh maggie's talking to uh, agent chase who crawls out of the ocean mm-hmm. and she's like chase like who are you and she and she's like agent chase deo i'm already above your pay grade because she's awesome that's just yep. what she does <laughs> like who are you the, the leader of uh of gotham or metropolis get out of here i'm in charge yeah she's <laughs> like oh she screwed us like who screwed you it's like batwoman yeah so yeah this is where the reveal of him being a shapeshifter is we we talked yep. about it before, but this yeah. is where Batwoman finds out because soon is standing there and just kind of it's a really really cool piece. Like we've been kind of one thing we haven't talked about yet in this arc um, is the art. This is the first arc where oh, yeah. J H Williams is not on the book, which yep. is really disappointing because so far J H Williams has carried this whole thing. Yep. Uh, even and even through Elegy, it's very noticeable. Yeah, I mean, especially the first couple issues that the people who take over are um, uh, Amy Reader and Terry McCarthy. The, the Amy Reader issues, I wasn't a huge fan of. I mean, it wasn't bad. I guess I never they, looked at the uh, distinctions. Uh, the Terry McCarthy one was a little bit better. But, I mean, the main problem, like, the art's not bad. Like, I've seen a lot worse. But the problem is that it keeps the same style exactly. that J.H. Williams does. And it's just not, like, bombastic enough or, like, you know, to pull it off, I don't I, think. Yeah, it's like they tried to do it, but then they tried to just copy and paste that same, like the similar style into every panel. So like right. the lighting is always the same in like like in each setting. Like okay, so in one setting, like the lighting and backgrounds are all always gonna look the same, and then yeah. when you switch to a different setting, it's always gonna look the same, and like it's just really like uncreative. Well, and yeah, because I mean that's the problem because J. H. Williams does come back on for the next yep. volume, like the okay. one we're, oh, we're going to do really? next week. Oh, sweet! So that's oh, why that's they right, didn't yeah. change the style because it's meant to like be seamless. Yeah, because you're meant to not notice that much, but you do. But you do in yeah. this case very much. Um, so. but yeah, luckily he does come back. I don't know why he wasn't on it for this arc. Like I haven't looked into that. Yeah, maybe. But, I, I mean, artists get busy very easily. Mm. Um, but I mean, the the reason I bring it up is because this page that uh, where he shape shifts back from from soon in tomorrow is actually great. Like yeah. there's some parts in this like where I'm like, oh, that page was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it has its moments. Yeah, there. Uh, I think that's Terry McCarthy at that point in in the uh, in the story. But he draws or he or she, I actually don't know, um, draws this awesome like body horror morph. Oh yeah. But tw- like as as he turns from soon or as he turns from soon in tomorrow again. Yeah. And it's, and it's awesome. It's even on the cover of uh, 11. Yeah, cuz you can see like the teeth like moving like up the side of the head like yep. as he morphs like yeah. oh it's really cool looking. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and then that that's when we get that part earlier where uh, he destroys the walls and the water comes caving in. Yep. He tells the weeping woman and killer croc to try to take out uh Agent Chase and Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Hey, Agent Chase had jumped in like 1 second earlier and tried yeah. to fight and then Batwoman to save there. Yeah, like the electric shock. <laughs> He's like no guns. <laughs> yep. Um, well, that's but that not before she gets a shot off and Maru's like shoulder. Oh yeah, that classic shoulder shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then so yeah, so Maru like turns into a fox and fucks off. Like, yeah. That's literally. Yeah, like, like a snow fox. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> so he's out of there, and then Batwoman rescues Chase and gets out of there, uh, out of the water. That, that part is actually another cool morphing uh, part, and like he has like bunny ears. Coming oh, when he's out turning when he's into the fox. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, that does look really cool. You get to see the the ears like popping out of the bloody skull. Yeah. Oh, that that is really good. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, she she makes quick work of Croc swimming out of the water. I thought he'd do more. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd be a little scary. Yeah, he got bodied pretty quick. <laughs> he did. But uh, it's Batwoman. What are you gonna do? And so we don't really get any resolution on uh, Medusa as a whole. But I mean, they're kind of really narrowed down their numbers now. It's pretty much just the Weeping Woman, Croc, and Maru because soon was was not real. I guess Azoth might well, still that, be alive. They got Bloody Mary back. 
Oh yeah, Bloody Mary's still good, still yeah, hanging she's, on there. She's I guess good. really the only one they lost was Soon and uh, Falchion, but Soon wasn't real to begin with, so really yeah, only Falchion. Yep. Um, and we do kind of get a really good scene where I guess she takes Agent Chase's advice to heart because she actually open. Um, Kate actually opens up to Maggie. Oh, yeah. A little bit, not completely. Yeah. Because I don't think she tells her the, who like Batwoman is. No, no, it's like everything short of that, just like her family stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna be mostly honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, she's like, "This is my family. Like, this is my sister and my dad." Which, sure, like you're finally opening up, but that seems like the easiest thing to tell her. Well, that, that's hardly your I biggest mean, secret. Yeah, but if your sister's dead, and, oh, like, I guess yeah, that's a little bit of a sore your, subject. You don't talk to your dad and your cousins. I like, guess yeah, no, it's a sore subject, but it's I guess it's not as touchy as like, oh yeah, I'm also a Batwoman. Yeah, true. <laughs> Well, and then uh, Maggie tells her about her, or no, is that, yeah. No, is it's, that yeah, because that's what we talked about earlier where Maggie takes the photo the, out yeah, of Yeah, the photo. Because it's, it's her kid. Like, the kid's yeah. still, like, she's like, oh, no, he, she's not dead. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just because it's from her previous marriage. Yeah, uh, her husband got custody because she's like, yeah, it's surprisingly, it's hard for a single cop, like, uh, mother who's a lesbian to get custody. Right. <laughs> yeah, so she gets screwed over and never gets to see her kid. Yeah. And so they both kind of have this, like, you know, vulnerable moment. They're like, oh, we finally understand each other. By the way i'm also batwoman yeah <laughs> that part doesn't come but up not really <laughs> and then the final page is the reveal of a person we've been waiting to see which is this leader of the medusa cult um we only see their hand from out of screen as yeah. they're like giving orders um so i mean as far as i can tell it's king k rule <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all we see is like a crocodile looking hand yeah either that or some witch woman yeah i'm gonna, it's like a green hand with i'm gonna like... go with king k rule i think that's who the leader of i'm medusa really is. hoping it's not <laughs> slaps his belly like let's do this <laughs> gets the cannonball oh god um but overall i mean this was kind of just like a, a continuation of of this is not as good as hydrology i'll throw that no, out there right it's now not. um not just because of the art but just because it does it meanders around a lot mm-hmm. like we like even telling the story we're struggling to like do like do we have to put this in chronological order to tell people this story it's like no i think for people to understand what this arc is going to be like that's what it is it jumps all over the place yep and it it cuts out well Cut out Jacob's story pretty much completely. Yeah, Jacob hasn't been in the New 52 really at all. Literally all we learned is that he shot a cat and felt bad about it. And then he (laughs) thinks he loves Beth more. Yeah. What? (laughs) And then he puts a magical mask to wake up Betty from a coma. He's like bawling on the floor while Betty's like dying. He's like, like, I loved one kid more than the other. Yeah, it's like the whole hydrology series. (laughs) He's like a total badass, like doing all this crazy stuff. And like not even just a badass. He's got some really good character moments too. Oh, yeah. Like there's like the, the part where he like tells like Kate that he's proud of her yeah, for like telling like, the truth and the coming year, out like yeah. freaking military badass he's, and, like, he's, he's got stuff to do in this part they, there's they uh they wrote themselves into a corner because kate has to be mad at him yeah because of the whole beth situation which but, is justifiable but what they should have done is some shit like i don't i don't know if the military would be interested or even have any like inkling into medusa or anything like that but like he didn't i feel like he could have done something have where, like, he could have had his own leads, leads. yeah, yeah that, he could have done his right. own yeah. thing he should have been involved he should be involved in this medusa story or at least kate's story and, or at least have a passing interest in it like like just yeah. to be completely oblivious to it and only like be in the same hospital room for yeah. six issues he's very forced into this uh this arc yeah. in general was, so i'm hoping that he great. has something coming up around the corner that they've just been kind of uh, treading water on yeah let's like hope. they've just got to keep him in the story long enough yeah we can hope at least i mean he, it's they've got to be building up to something with him and if he's in the story at all i, I would, would i would so. have to assume yeah um but overall i mean it's I, we haven't really given grades on this show but if we're ranking things as far as batwoman goes this is definitely like it's gotten it's a little bit worse than hydrology but i, I mean i'm still digging it like I, i'm yeah, hopeful it wasn't, that it's gonna get better it was readable it's all set up basically yeah um which is a you know if you're gonna have setup it's just got to be not 
laid out as jumbled up and nonsense as it mm-hmm. was, but then you know you get what you get. Yeah, they tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, ne- uh, next week we'll be reading uh, Batwoman. Uh, the next six issues after this, and J. H. Williams comes back for the art, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, thank God. Uh, but yeah, that'll be it for Volume Two of Batwoman. Like I said, we'll be reading Volume Three next week, and then Volume Four probably the week after, and that's the end of the. New 52 run, at least as far as J.H. Williams was concerned. And then he quit. He said, fuck you guys, I'm out. (laughs) Deuces. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we'll be reviewing the uh, third episode of the CW show after this. Yeah. All right, and so this week we watched the the third episode of the Batwoman show. Yep. Uh, This is kind of where, I'll just throw it out there right now, she finally gets her costume. Which we were really happy about. I mean, that was like the last 10 minutes, but... Was it? I thought it was way sooner than that. No, it was like the last 10 okay. minutes. I mean, they were building or making hints toward it the whole time. Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, you're right. There's a lot of stuff. We'll get yeah. to that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stupid stuff with that suit. Yeah. Um, But this is the... Uh, this episode was... It's not really about Alice. She's in it a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's more about... A surprise villain. <laughs> well, let's start out with saying, so for people that watch the last episode or watch the show itself, the, the episode two ended with them underwater, her taking Alice yeah. out of the truck, <laughs> and then two cops randomly shooting it, and them literally being two feet away from an exploding truck. Oh, yeah, they, they made a, a car explode underwater by yeah. shooting the so gas So then tank. at the end, yeah, it shows Kate getting away, and then apparently Alice was totally fine, because it opens up with them yeah. on a rooftop, she, like, talking. Oh, she doesn't even mention getting away. Oh, She's no. like, no, of course I did. Yeah, of course I would. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Uh, but yeah, this issue, op- or this issue, this episode opens up with, uh, we actually get a, a surprise new character. There's oh, yeah. like this cheesy commercial we get yep. of like this competing industry to Wayne Enterprises, and it's Thomas Elliot. Yeah, uh, DC fans. No, will know it's Tommy Elliot. Oh, Tommy Elliot. Of like course. literally, even on IMDb, they they name him Tommy Elliot, yeah. which and is for those who who know DC comics really intimately. Of course, uh, Thomas Elliot is Hush. He'll mm-hmm. eventually become Hush. Yep. Uh, his backstory in the comics is pretty similar to this. Uh, yeah. He was uh, just a competing family of Bruce Wayne, and then Bruce Wayne ended up inheriting a bunch of money, and he didn't, so he's really jealous. Yeah. Even though he's going to... You always in, are going to inherit it someday. They're not going to live... They're not going to outlive you. <laughs> yeah, well... I mean, maybe. Maybe. But then you're not going to care. You'll be dead. Yeah, you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's... It's presented even stupider in this show. Oh, it's because it bad. he pitches his motivation at being bat- mad at Batman, and you're like, okay, sure. Why? And well, he, okay. Well, first off, they brush totally brush past that. Apparently, Tom Tommy Wayne or Tommy Elliot, Elliot yeah. already knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Oh yeah, like, did right, they even explain that? No. Like, oh yeah, no, they did because he says I paid a certain man who knows riddles to find out for me. Oh yeah. They, <laughs> so they basically just explained it with an even vaguer explanation. Yeah. So apparently, like Riddler, like you can just pay the Riddler to find out who Batman is. Well, and apparently, Riddler knows who the Batman is. I think that's how it goes in the comics too. But this was really, really not set up. It well was just at out all. of nowhere. Like the Riddler, I don't, I don't even think it's been part of the CW. No. As far as I know. Please, yeah, someone not, please correct me if I'm wrong. Of. But definitely not a part of the show. No. So it's just thrown out there. You're like, sure. Yeah. So he he brings Kate in because uh, Kate is Bruce's cousin. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, and he's like, oh, I know Bruce is back in town. And she's like, oh, how do you know that? And it's like, well, you know, or like basically just ed- like eggs are on. Batman, where like, yeah. Since he think everyone thinks Batman's back and, in town. And, and he's like, and you don't want to know why I'm mad at Batman. Oh, yeah. Because my mom was going to die one time and Batman saved her life. Yeah. Like, really? And, That's and it? Apparently Batman like does a lot of saving or not saving people in car crashes in this universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is, everybody gets one. Yeah. <laughs> like was this connected to the same bus crash or like Kate's parents crash? <laughs> He's like, man, there are a lot of cars are falling off bridges right now. 
<laughs> like apparently Batman fucks that up a lot. He went for the school bus. If there's yeah. eight cars falling off, I guess you go, oh man, this school bus was full of piece of shit kids. I should have let get those other cars. Yeah, and save Tommy Elliot's It's a mom. bunch of brats. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like you're saying, he's pissed off that he had to wait longer for his inheritance. I think it would have made more sense if it was like, and this is me just playing script doctor here, but he should have, it should have been like he was trying to kill his mom. Yeah. And Batman foiled that plan. Saved her, yeah. That would have been more. That would have made sense. Because then it's like I invested something in this and he fucked up my chance. Exactly. It's not, but this is like happenstance. That's just fate. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a good chance that day she wouldn't have been in any danger. <laughs> exactly. Let alone have Batman save her. I don't know why you're mad at Batman. Exactly. It's, it's very ham fisted. Yeah. It's bad. It's very forced. <laughs> and then really the stupidest part. And I'm pretty sure that they don't uh -huh. actually say it. But this is definitely a crime that Thomas Elliot does. I think it might have it been is. Alice, but I'm pretty sure it's Thomas. No, Elliot. it's him. It, yeah, it had to have been. There's this. <laughs> it's like a, a mannequin of dressed up like Batman left in front of like City Hall covered in blood, like with a note on it that says like, no more Batman. No, it's graffiti. Oh, you know, it's graffiti. It's graf yeah, like, written on the wall. Yeah, it says like, show yourself or like, come meet me or something. Yeah, and, and literally like all of Gotham is like crowded <laughs> around this crime scene and the police are like, stay back. Yeah, stay back. Literally holding people back with both arms. Yeah. And it's like, Kate walks up is like, what happened here? And like, we're both watching this like, oh my God, did, some, did they like kill someone and dress yeah. them up like Batman? And I, I thought it was a body. Oh, I thought it was a body too because I was like, this is like a crime scene. Yep. And then we go forward and it's like, oh no, it's a mannequin. Yeah. And that's like paint. It's literally performance art. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> this, is, this is the big like state. This is a super villain crime. Right. This isn't even a crime. <laughs> this is a, hardly a misdemeanor. It's literally only defacing of like public property <laughs> with the graffiti. All, all of Gotham's like, did he spray paint our city hall? <laughs> How dare he? That son of a bitch. Get Where, him. Where's Batman when you need him? <laughs> They're spray painting our whole city. <laughs> Uh, it's like the lamest, lamest crime I've ever seen. It's so bad. And uh, that's this is probably like Batwoman's big motivation. I swear to God, whoever's spray painted City Hall, I'll find him. Not in my city. <laughs> How could he? <laughs> like this part happens where Kate's talking to to Thomas Elliot. It's like at a party. Yeah, it's like yeah. at a party they've all met. And so yeah, that's so that's where Kate like meets up with Thomas Elliot and they have this conversation. And Thomas Elliot's like, I know Bruce is Batman. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna show him. Even though he's not around, yeah, probably maybe even dead. So yeah, she tells he or he tells her to go like tell Bruce to like meet him on the rooftop. <laughs> oh my or god, some dumb shit. No, it's even no, it's even dumber than that because a couple scenes oh. before this, like uh, Kate is like meeting with uh, Luke Fox yep. in the Batcave. No, it's Wayne Tower gets robbed. Yeah, and uh, and Luke Luke Fox is like introducing her to the bat suit, and he's like, "It's bulletproof." Watch, boom, boom, oh, yeah. boom, boom, yeah, and shoots it, and she's like, "Whoa, the suit's bulletproof." And so it's kind of like the suit we saw in this uh, arc that we read today, where yep. the suit's bulletproof. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's pretty one. cool. Yep. That they're like, they're, she already has the bulletproof suit. And then uh, Luke Fox, like, he's like, you want to check this out? I got something even cooler than that. Well, and he's like, but <laughs> but unfortunately, this is what we think was stolen in that robbery at well, Wayne Tower. Yeah, and no, he he shows her this gun that yeah. Batman invented. He's like, Batman invented this, the most <laughs> lethal gun ever made. I'm like Batman made what? <laughs> a lethal gun. Not even not even a lethal gun. The most lethal gun yeah. ever made. And okay, the reasoning is its sole purpose is that it can shoot through the bat suit. That's and its sole he, purpose. He made this in the contingency that someone stole the bat suit. <laughs> so he made a gun to kill someone if they stole the bat suit. So let's break this down. 
Not only did he get the bat suit stolen, but now he's like, oh shit, someone stole my bat suit. Time to break my one rule. <laughs> Son of a bitch shouldn't have stolen my suit. Why wouldn't he just fight him? See, that's what we don't know about Batman's no killing rule. It's unless you steal his shit. <laughs> yeah. If you take his suit, he's going to fucking kill you. All bets are off at that point. Like, you do not touch the well, bat suit. Well, don't worry, Batman doesn't kill people. <laughs> oh, God. I got his suit, but everything's cool, man. God damn. So, yeah, and then the minute they introduced this gun, I'm like, someone's going to steal that gun. Yep. This episode. I'm, yeah. I was like, I'm calling it right now. Literally two scenes later, Wayne Tower gets broken into, and that gun is the single thing that's stolen. Yeah, so then <laughs> hop back to that scene with Kate and Thomas Elliot. He freaking is telling her to. Uh, he wants to see Batman or whatever, and he whips out the gun. <laughs> so then Kate... And I'm like, well, that was quick. Yeah, so then Kate <laughs> leaves the party. Oh, no, and he drops an elevator with a bunch of waiters. Well, this is the worst part. Because the timing on this makes oh, yeah. no sense. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because the Batcave is in the tower. Yeah. But even still, like, he's like, listen, Kate, I mean business. And, like, like drops the elevators in the building. Yeah. It's like, you got to save these people, don't you? Yep. And then he drops an elevator. Just fill- Okay, apparently... One elevator is filled with just waiters and yeah. staff. One of them is Sophie and her, her stepsister. Like the main characters. And then the other one's Jacob and... Oh, no, there's two with main characters. Yeah, yeah, Jacob and something. So then he drops the elevator with just the waiters, which somehow he knew that. And well, he's well, like, next time, like, it's going to be someone that people will miss. Yeah, and I think all the waiters were fine, weren't they? At least most of them. There might have been, like, one there or There were two. some survivors, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like, they showed it, like, at the bottom, and everyone was kind of, like, fine. Yeah, they, like, burst out of the elevator <laughs> yeah. when it hit the bottom. I don't know. So, anyway, know. she, yeah, it Kate, goes. So, Kate fucks off. She leaves. Leaves. Yeah, and, like, she's like, I gotta go prepare. Like, she goes to get the suit, fine. Yeah. But literally, like, takes, and this is where we finally get the scene we wanted, where yep. she makes the suit yeah, with they, the hair and everything and yeah, spray paints busts it. out the wig. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. People are literally, like, in danger right now. This is not the <laughs> time to finally make your Batwoman They're suit. suspended in an elevator. <laughs> like, hold on a minute. I gotta put this wig on. Yeah. I gotta spray paint this red. This so, is the time for uh, this. So then the cherry on top is like, so obviously Kate's like, yeah, so fucking Thomas Elliot has that gun that can shoot through the Batsuit. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Luke goes, oh, don't worry. Batman created a fucking apparently piece of technology that jams the gun that, that he invented he is a counter jammer that's a counter for the counter gun that counters if someone steals a bat suit <laughs> so batman his original plan let's see he's like let's 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 back this up crime alley his parents get shot yeah i need to become the batman okay, how do i become the batman i know i'll build a bat suit to protect myself from yeah. the powerful bullets that villains shoot at me yeah okay but wait what if someone steals my bat suit? There's I'll, only one option. I'll need to create a lethal gun, break my only rule in all my ethical codes, and kill him. But wait, what if some what if someone takes my gun that I've made that's lethal and can kill anything? I'll have to make a counter for this <laughs> unkillable, this super lethal gun that can counter my own gun. And they don't get to this, but what happens right after that? I'm sure Bruce is like, wait a minute, I've built a counter for my most most lethal gun. What if someone steals this? Yeah. I need to make a counter for my counter, which is meant to counter my counter suit. Oh, my God. It's literally just a circle of counters. Like, Batman, listen, I understand prep time, but this is ridiculous. You're putting, like, four hats on a hat. Like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. So they're tarnishing Bruce's Wayne, Bruce Wayne's name, and he's not even in this oh, show. Oh, they are just dragging him through the mud. <laughs> And so Batwoman shows up with her shiny new suit. Thomas Elliot's like, meet me on the rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, she... Okay, well, she shows up and he's like, you're not Batman. It's like, no shit. Yeah, you invited me here, dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, does, did he even make... He, so he made the connection that Kate is Batwoman, right? Or did he just like assume that that's who Kate got? No, I don't think he does. 
No, I don't. I don't. He's think an he idiot. That connection, no. But yeah, because he's only taunting Kate in the beginning because uh, of Bruce's her connection cousin. to Bruce Wayne, yeah, yeah. right? And so she, he's like, I w- kind of wish Bruce was here. This whole speech was meant for him, but yeah. you're gonna have to do exactly. <laughs> so then, yeah, then she busts out the old counter gadget that <laughs> counters the gun that he's trying to shoot her with. Yeah, yeah he doesn't like hit a single shot anyway because no. he's just as dweeb. Yeah, he she, doesn't. He doesn't get the gun off. She didn't even need the counter. No, she could have just knocked it out of his hands. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> But yeah, so after all this, you know, advanced technological bullshit, she she stops the elevators from falling with which is the other gadget we were introduced to yep. just this episode, which is it's a two way grapple. It can grapple onto anything and hold it in midair. Like, oh, cool. cool. I'll just use this. Yep. It's it's made especially for falling elevators. <laughs> <laughs> stops the falling elevator. Perfect scenario. Take this with you, just in case. You never know. God. <laughs> And like she and she, her costume. I'll throw this out there. Horrible timing on bringing it into battle because people were dying. But I yeah. do like how it looks. Oh, it looks great. Yeah, the only thing it looks that's good. missing is the red boots. Red boots and a, maybe a red belt, and it would yeah, be perfect for sure. And so Kate just kind of barely saves everyone from the elevator. She kind of like grapples her way up, kind of where she came from. And there's just like tiny hole she's just hanging on to. Mm. And Thomas Elliot's like still upstairs, and he's like, "Ha ha ha, Batwoman! Like yep. I finally won!" And does the cheesy thing where he's like, "Ooh, this little piggy went home." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna fall, aren't you? God damn it! And then out of freaking nowhere, Alice comes up. He's like, "You're not killing my sister." Yep. And like knocks him out. And I'm like, I don't know where you came from. Yeah, I don't know how you knew this was happening all the elevators are disabled she must have been like hauling up up the stairs <laughs> right. it'd be hilarious if she showed up and she's like sweating right oh my god <laughs> it's out of breath <sighs> <sighs> you're not killing my sis hold on i just went up 90 flights of stairs god damn it. <laughs> there's no elevators in this place <laughs> yeah i know i just blew them all up <laughs> and so alice shows up saves the day uh i mean thomas elliott at this point is hopefully in jail if he's not in jail at the start of the next episode i'm gonna be really upset <laughs> he committed an act of domestic terrorism yeah and everyone caught him yeah so i don't know what his out was here. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have any outs no for this plan he was like i'm gonna terrorize bruce wayne and then wing it <laughs> yep and after that who cares <laughs> i don't think i'll get in trouble for that no i I'm, think i'll be fine i'm rich <laughs> And so Alice say, and then they have this cheesy conversation, which is pretty much the same conversation they had last week, which is like, you're my sister, Beth. I'll never give up on you. Yeah. Like, you already gave up on me. You left me in the river all those years ago. Yeah. And it's like, no, never. And it's like, it's the same exact conversation they it's, just had. It's so dumb. And Alice just leaves. <laughs> yeah. And Batwoman's like, if you kill again, it's over. Like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> like that, if you kill again, she's killed like a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna kill you again. You should arrest her right now. Oh, God damn it. Like, what's the big deal if you arrest her and like... Because then you can get her help. Yeah. Get no, her in the fucking help. No, I don't want her to go to Ark. Let's just see if she kills... If she kills one more person, <laughs> then, then I'll admit I was wrong. God damn it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and Alice... This is my biggest problem with Alice is like her, her motivations are not interesting at mm. all. Like she reiterates it in this episode just so we are crystal clear there's nothing else going on. Because <laughs> my hope this whole time has been like maybe that's just what she's telling her. Yeah. Like maybe there is something deeper. Maybe with the this. religion of crime is going to come yeah, in. Yeah, maybe something cre- creepy and supernatural is going to happen or something yep. cool. Like no. It's just like you left me in those rivers and I'm pretty pissed about it. Yep. I'm like that's fair. I'm pretty salty. That's no reason to go around murdering people. No. <laughs> so you are just a killer. You're literally just a killer. <laughs> and this is just like... Like you came up with whatever reason. And like you don't seem crazy enough to have it be justified like but just by a mental illness. Like you're literally just a dick. Yeah, that's the thing is all of uh, Batman's other villains like are off their rocker. But it's like, oh, like Mad Hatter, yeah. Two-Face, Joker. Like they have serious mental problems. Yeah, like, she's relatively sane. Oh, she's ex- extremely sane. She knows what she's doing. She knows. Yeah, she knows. She calls out. She's incredibly sane. Like oh, she yeah. doesn't have a single not lucid moment in this whole series so far. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this episode is, there's parts of it that I enjoy, 
but there's there's so much of it doesn't make any sense. If it's so that I'm having a big problem with <laughs> giving this any kind of a good score. The whole gun and counter suit oh my thing. God. It's just that <laughs> so was so ridiculous. Who thought of that? Especially in the context of Batman. Why would Batman ever make a gun to kill someone? Yeah, because when they first introduced it, I'm, I was trying really hard to like bend over backwards to explain it. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, maybe he used it to kill like a monster. Yeah, that's, ex- yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I said. I was like, oh, I mean, he like Batman, he fights all sorts of creatures. Like maybe he uses it to fight some space slug or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it was someone for the bat suit. Yeah, so is that like if a person steals the bat suit? Oh, yeah, he'll blow their fucking brains yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're, they're dead. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Batman doesn't fucking miss. God damn, no sense. <laughs> yeah, he, he will blow you away. Never take that suit. <laughs> <laughs> Batwoman looks down like I'm kind of wearing it already. Right. I hope that's how this show ends. Batman shows up and just, who took my suit? Bam! <laughs> oh, shit. No questions asked. <laughs> no, it's your cousin. <laughs> Whatever. She took my shit. <laughs> she had to learn sometime. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it for the Batwoman. I don't I don't think we're, we are kind of enjoying this show, but not the way they intended. <laughs> yeah. It has its moments. I enjoy talking about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> so this is fun. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, That'll do it for the CW show, at least for now. Next week, we'll be talking about it again, though, episode four. Next yep. week, we'll be talking about uh, Batwoman volume four, which is issue seven through four. Or volume three? Yeah, just look up volume three of Batwoman. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. You'll find out. It's look episodes it 12 through something. Well, no, I'm talking about the issues. Or issues 12. Or yeah. issues 12 through something, right. yeah. Yeah, so it, just read volume three of Batwoman. That's what we'll be reading next. After that, we'll be reading volume four of Batwoman. And after that... Quick little surprise for you. We we Ooh. are we are going to talk about the ba- uh, the uh, oh my god I can't talk spoilies. We're going to talk about the Watchmen show mm-hmm. uh, coming up just to let people know what's coming. But we're going to wait a little bit on that for two reasons because one I want to wait till the the show's a little bit farther along. Yeah. Um, just because we have something more to talk about instead of it just being speculation hour. Exactly. Because right now we watched the first episode already, but it we was great. It's hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. And I don't want to just guess. Yeah, I have no idea where the show is going. Right. Um, and also the second reason is because, uh, the final issue of Doomsday Clock comes out on December 18th. Oh, okay. And I do want to read that as part of our Watchmen series too. Okay. Uh, which I'm sure we'll have mixed thoughts on. Yeah, I'm interested to read that. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll have to really, really hope that that issue doesn't get delayed because so far every single issue of that comic has been delayed oh, by no. maybe months and months. Really? But apparently the art's done, so there's no reason that it shouldn't come out on the 18th. So we, okay. we're going to pray for that. We're going to bank on it. All right. <laughs> we're going to really put all our eggs in that basket. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, so that's going to be the end of the episode. Again, if you do want to follow us on Agents of Podcast on Twitter, that is our uh, Twitter handle. Uh, I'm pretty active on there, like I said, so uh, tweet some comics at me. I'll tweet some comics at you. It'll be a fun time. Yeah. Uh, but that, that'll do it. Any closing thoughts with us, Eric? I do have my cat sitting up on the stoop behind us. Maybe he has some closing thoughts. I was going to say, he's been a good kitty this whole episode. Yeah, we, we would like to record with uh, with my cat sitting in the room, which is <laughs> a risky strategy. I don't recommend it. Oh, yeah. But he's he's being a good boy. No, oh, he, if you this is an audio medium, but if you could just see this good little sleepy he is kitty. He's so cute right now. Just doing a good little sleep. Him. So <laughs> I'm going to leave you with that. Just uh, curl up into bed tonight and take a nice little sleep like a good little kitty. Unless, unless, unless you're driving right yeah, now. Yeah, unless it's like the middle of the day. Yeah, if you're driving <laughs> listening to this podcast, maybe wait on, on taking a nap. Yeah, finish your drive. Oh, my, my podcast host told me to go to bed, so <laughs> good night. Goodbye. Sorry, officer. Goodbye.